0: You had me a little bit nervous this week, Twos. Uh, if the listeners don't understand, it's, uh, it's Mashup 42, and mm-hmm. uh, Tues is uh, being fashionably late tonight. So uh, welcome aboard <laughs> Mashup 42. It's like somebody's got a full-time job or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's almost as though this whole hurry-up-and-wait idea of the oil field, where it's been in the ground for 65 million years, but it needs to come out right fucking now, <laughs> takes a toll on people
0: um well welcome everyone to mashup 42 although we are starting a little late on the old uh live stream um mashup 42 brought to you by amc electrical out of rocky mountain house uh started yes, back indeed. in 2005 by mr drew mckay uh another small town sass kid i might uh, add uh there too yeah. i don't know what it is with the small town sass kids they seem to be uh i don't know taking over the world so uh, so to speak um
1: they are they are we're we are legion
0: uh, he says he's yeah. looking for, uh, so this whole thing got started. Uh, he, he reached out to us one night when we were having a little, uh, meeting, uh, a soiree, uh, if you would. Anyways, uh, we were sitting, having a couple of, uh, and, uh, Drew had been texting and said, how will you, d- you go month by month? Anyway. So he reaches out now we got like only a handful of months left. And so it's, it starts like this. He goes, I'm looking for hardworking individuals that understand the oil and gas industry isn't a guaranteed paycheck. It's up and down. There's no free lunch, but if you work hard enough and make yourself a valuable asset by always expanding your skill set you'll never be out of work ideally these people would have a love for freedom enjoy the outdoors and possess a ticket in instrumentation or electrical or maybe just at least be started down the apprenticeship path Mm -hmm. uh the info is in the show notes if you're so interested and once again if you got the fifth booster maybe don't apply it's probably not your place
1: i just i really like the fact that there's so many people out there that just kind of have that same mentality of, you know, the world is your oyster and you can do whatever you want with it. You just need to put your head down and work hard and you can be as successful as you want to be. And if you're the kind of person who's looking for a chance like that, Rocky mountain house is a beautiful area and drew definitely seems like the kind of guy who'd be awesome to work with and for.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I got to agree. I met his family, got to sit down and have a, a sarsaparilla with him when I was down in that area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, seems like a fantastic guy. And um, uh, who knows? You know, the fact he's uh, teamed up with us, yeah, who's, I think says yeah. all you need to know, maybe.
1: hey, eh? well, Don't judge him by that. Don't judge him by that.
0: <laughs> hey, um, I, I got to throw out. SMP presents the next one, uh, Legacy Media in Edmonton, featuring Kid Carson. Wayne Peters, Kim Sims, and Byron Christopher tickets went on sale for that uh, yesterday. Chris Sims? Chris Sims. Yeah. She was just on uh, Friday, and everybody was like, including myself. It was, was a like, banger. Yeah. She was a like, banger. Holy shit. Who, who's this lady? Anyway, so she's coming to the next SP Presents. That's going to be in Edmonton. So buckle up, Edmonton.
1: Just, just real quick. Did you pay
0: for that plug? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, I did. Um, Here's what the audience. Here's what the audience was saying after last week's episode. Okay, Um, I think overall they said the Bowser, uh, Bowser, the buzzer is loud, uh, and so I'm going to turn it down incrementally this week. Uh, There wasn't enough chatter to say get rid of the buzzer. It was just like it kind of startles people. Okay, well we'll try and we'll try and. Just knock it down a couple pegs. Uh, dust said uh, the buzzer is fine. Two's whiny voice, on the other hand, not so much. I
1: totally knew that was Dust.
0: <laughs> there was another one. Great mashup today. Love learning about the dairy cartel. Had no ideal. And love the intro song. I played at 1.2 speed and danced my kitchen. Uh, so please keep it uh, going. And then I like this one. I must say, Two's had some great one liners this week. Not that part. Uh, great way to start the day. Please bring back on DC. I love how they, they, yeah. they took the DC, and I'm like, yeah, see. Yeah, we got. Yeah, the dairy cartel, anyways, has become a part of the. Yeah, whatever. I, it's he's becoming well, a fixture on the show.
1: I quite enjoyed having him on. Uh, we definitely need to look at that down the road. I agree. He definitely nailed it as a guest.
0: Um, and Especially then for uh, me
1: and somebody who I I don't think I, I presume hasn't really done this sort of thing before, but DC, if you're listening. You suck and you're the worst.
0: <laughs> we all know the dairy cartel is listening. You know why I know the dairy cartel is listening? Here's another dairy cartel, okay? She said, I have a person to write you a little jingle for your mashup, which we're going to unveil mm-hmm. today. I haven't quite decided which uh, which number or twos because oh, somebody showed up late. Yeah,
1: sorry. I, I forgot to put it in the notes, but uh, shoot. I'll, I'll tell you here real quick.
0: You know, the, uh, this, is, this is what I have to deal with, folks. I'm
1: sorry. As as as, as you're as you're looking as you're looking between at, well sites,
0: as you're looking, this is what she said. My brother-in-law owns an audio engineering company in Calgary called Redemption Audio, and uh, her daughters, uh, who own their own ice cream sandwich stand, would like to pay for his work as long as we promoted their Instagram page, which is utterly That's Charlotte, Emma, Lucy, and Mila. So shuttle to the these girls? kids that have their they, own ice cream? I, I shop? I tell you what, like, they,
1: like, are they children?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, and they're gonna, they're gonna, and they have their own ice gym. cream shop. Yeah,
1: that um, is okay. That is that is so much better. Okay, the Caribbean one is is where it would fit perfect.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna unveil something today. We'll see what you all think about it. And uh, supposedly, supposedly, there's an un- another jingle coming in. I've I've heard different people say they got stuff in the works. We can they mix also- it up. They also said they'd like to hear Twos make a a a, a version of something like an easy. You Nobody know? said that. Change. Yes, they did. Here it is. Change the buzzer to a clip of Twos saying that was easy, and they kind of sound the same as what he what he said. Anyways, so hey, that's a suggestion. Twos just saying it's on the notes.
1: There's a really good mum joke there that I'm gonna leave hanging.
0: Okay, here. <laughs> I set the clock for 32, 22. I figure with the dairy cartel off. Two's tired and showing up late. We might as well try and keep it. I'm relatively not tired. Short I'm time. exhausted. Exhausted. So this might get weird. Okay. Well, the clock has started. Uh I'm going to uh uh I'm gonna shorten up the uh we're gonna we're gonna set it to thirty-nine. That's where the buzzer's going. Thirty-nine this week, folks. So we'll see if that helps. Okay. Everybody else. Anyways, six packs are racist. Yes, that is a twos headline for you. Expensive membership, pricey equipment out of reach for many. We haven't kept up with creating green spaces or lighting streets well and make it accessible for people to exercise. Uh, Perzella says the story of fitness culture is one of expansion, 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 but that expansion has not improved access for the less affluent. She says that the idea that all you need is a pair of running shoes might seem simple. Even shoes are not that cheap. And it went on and on and on. Who do you know who doesn't own shoes? I don't know. Nobody? Maybe the homeless? One of the other things
1: was it talked about how people, uh, visible minorities and whatnot... They live in shady areas, which is in and of itself racist. Earlier,
0: How about this? Earlier this month, researchers reported that a network of online fascist fitness chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extremist ideologies, initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes. New recruits are later invited to, do, to close chat groups where far-right content is shared. I can't make this stuff up. This, this, this is what it is. But I mean, they never define far
1: right content. So things like personal fitness, where you take personal ownership of your own actual physical well-being, that's pretty much far right. Circling back to that thing you cut me off from, son of a bitch. Okay. So so they talk about how how minorities live in basically the hood and it's not safe for them to go out running. How stupid do you have to be to rob a jogger? Like, what are you gonna get from them? Shoelaces and and some track pants? Maybe, maybe if they're real throwbacks, you can get the actual snap ones. Remember those? Like nobody robs joggers. It's probably about the safest way to go from A to B. And here's the thing is you gotta catch them, you gotta do an intercept course on them. They're not just walking slowly. If you pull Uh, a knife out and you go running after them, they just run past you. That's kind of their thing. That's what they do. They jog. They run. Like, fitness is not unobtainable. And even if it was something like that, you could still lift heavy things around your house. You can still do all kinds of stuff. There's this thing called Body Rock Online where they've got whole segments about how you can work out in a hotel room with literally just the duffel bag that you brought with you.
0: Uh, not to mention, they said the cost of it, and uh, like gyms all got shut down during the pandemic. So oh, they are literally going
1: to decide that they're critical businesses.
0: Literally, they're begging you to come back um, with like free months, free trials, free like they, like they're so just many trying. to got it,
1: home home gear.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I'm just saying. Or it, fell like, out of the habit. At the end of the day, uh, yeah. Here we go. Here, here, folks. Let's hope. But everything's racist. That, that, that seemed well, they threw everything at this article. Everything racism, white
1: supremacy, uh, you name it. <sighs> Anyways, um, I, I swear to God that it just we're going to get into this later, but basically anything that normal people say they like gets to just get labeled as alt right, and then people on the left are automatically against it, no matter how weird a situation it puts them in
0: uh Edmonton is a literal shithole uh another oh, like that's
1: that's what I was just talking about
0: well I mean this is funny the the two back-to-back headlines from twos anyways uh hey, there was a uh, throw the, up the, the, there, that picture oh yeah uh, well here let me let me I'll grab the picture here in a sec mm-hmm. uh, it was a stabbing in Edmonton and and Toronto uh and then another article um uh Mayor Jody Gondak was an article, it was a Twitter video, wants to find protesters now at drag shows. Calgary Mayor says hate-fueled demonstrations cannot, cannot go on after a scheduled drag event was postponed for safety concerns due to a planned protest. Adding the city will use bylaws to find people uh, communicating hateful uh, messages. And I will look for... Uh, what, what photo are you talking to? I, I'm, I'm the drawing... one of the
1: dude taking a dump in the garbage can.
0: <laughs> I do...
1: <laughs> And for those of you listening along, you probably pretty much pictured it, except it's not like some outside dumpster. This is the garbage can in presumably presumably Edmonton Transit. (laughs) But yeah, while we're on it, there it is right there. What an absolute beauty. You people call me shameless. This guy, I I got nothing on him. (laughs) He's literally he, he's literally what is he gonna what is he gonna <laughs> wipe his ass with? Is he just gonna drag it along the cement floor like a dog?
0: For the people listening, it's a guy taking a shit in a in a garbage can. Um yeah, like, I'm yeah. surprised
1: that guy owns a belt. You see it around his ankles, and I'm like, wow, you know, the homeless people are really well dressed nowadays, but this is what happens when your economy goes <laughs> to shit, too.
0: Um, yeah, and then uh, it ends
1: up in an LRT garbage can. But then you've got, you've got Jody Gondek saying that this is hate fueled. And, and the, the criticism against all of this, this kids reading of drag show stuff is that it should fall under the LGBTQ, elemental p etc the LGBT, et cetera. And it's not, it's just, it's just another fetish. Like any other thing, like it these people just get off on dressing up like women, which I'm not going to judge anybody, but you're not going to put foot worship under protected speech. Are you like, is that the next step? Like what's like, they're talking about trying to put furries under this umbrella. Like you, you want to dress up like a, a team mascot when you're banging somebody. Hey, that's fine. But this isn't some sort of a, a protected sort of thing. And this, this whole idea of just the intersectionality of it is ridiculous. And yeah, actually, you know what? You should have cut me off because...
0: Uh, Toronto mayor steps down after Stafford goes down. This, is, this one's for less. After Stafford goes down. After, after staffer goes down. Years. This one's for less. Uh, John Tory uh, uh, admits affair with former staffer during pandemic and steps down as the mayor of uh of toronto Uh, i mean
1: yeah so apparently this started during the pandemic and they broke it off this year so he was in a three-year relationship it's not really a fling
0: and and he'd been married to his wife for 40 years you know that's 40 years yeah well (laughs) i mean i i'm sure the people out in ontario have their own thoughts i'm certainly the people out in toronto have their own thoughts but i mean what more can really be said Like, I mean, well,
1: here's the thing, like, I don't really want to defend this kind of behavior, but the problem is, is it's conditioned behavior. He gets so used to fucking all the taxpayers that
0: he just thinks, what's one more? You know, that's where actually that is where I don't need the buzzer. That's where I need like uh, an applause, you know? bravo that's the one i don't
1: think i've ever heard that from you before sean i think
0: that was pretty good i I think that was well done i'm just saying folks thank you i I don't know there has to be something i'll be uh, here all night maybe maybe this is where twos has that was easy you know i just that was easy anyways the ndp are not a serious party i think we I feel like uh, this
1: almost should be a weekly headline because there's always something new and interesting. You know, you were talking a few weeks ago about how we don't cover them. I'm like, that's because they're a bunch of idiots. But then they keep proving me right.
0: Just incessantly. It um, never ends. Yeah, this, uh, so, yeah. The best was, it was Jordan Peterson and Rex Murphy who wrote an article together. They for co-wrote the National, an article. For National Post. And I was like, like A, it was long. But two, it was mm-hmm. so beautifully written. <laughs> It just makes you laugh. So here here I'll try I'll try and pull out some excerpts and let the people get a feel for the article. It said without Jagmeet Singh, the liberals at Mr. Trudeau could not and would not survive as a government. Singh underwrites the Fair. Trudeau liberals legislation. He guarantees their hold on power. He protects them from losing a vote in parliament. Then playing Mr. Hyde to his own Dr. Jekyll, he decamps Which I to Twitter. It was masterful. Daily to bemoan the cynicism, failings, and carelessness of the self-same uh, Mr. Trudeau in the government. The hypothetical leader of the hypothetical NDP evidently either does not understand the concept to self-contradiction or believes that being Jagmeet Singh, Singh means the concept simply does not apply. On the matter of politically having your cake and eating it too, Jagmeet Singh is his own bakery. Beautiful um finally one more elected as a figurehead of inclusion campaigning as a pseudo celebrity in bed with the liberals incapable of putting forward any cons uh concrete principles let alone a vision propping up a scandal-ridden corrupt ideologically adled regime hell-bent on destroying the last vestiges of canada's economy and international reputation can anyone to at all answer the question who is jagmeet singh and what the hell is he doing there you go that's it do I there, even... were so many,
1: there were so many there's so many four dollar words in there that they can't even keep up with inflation? It was it, honestly, Rex, if you're listening, oh, let's man. do something like this. You and I. I, I feel like it could be a lot of fun.
0: How much fun would Rex Murphy be on this show? Like I would I would just well, sit you, back and I just I mean he's
1: a new, fee, so you you'd sit back and you'd be like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? Can you slow that down to half speed? People be listening to the podcast. It w- they wouldn't be dancing to 1.2 <laughs> speed in the kitchen. They'd be slowing <laughs> it down to a quarter speed and just being like, what in the yarn and iron has going on there by? Did that, that, did that
0: by just say, uh, I, I tell you what, if Rex is listening, that would be uh that'd be a ton of fun. Um, what am I looking for here, boys and girls? I somewhere missed the, the
1: next article.
0: No, but I, I, uh, hmm. I don't know what I did with it. So okay,
1: well, we're just going to have a brief momentary. I, <laughs> I should have brought my guitar, I guess, so that I could just entertain everybody while you no. try to figure out what the fuck <laughs> yeah. button does what
0: you know it's funny. Is uh, is we're, not we're gonna one, talk. We're not gonna one, talk about not the one, sign.
1: The next one is the sign, Sean. Not one I person saw the sign commented on eyes. your
0: singing last week. I find that really interesting. How is it that twos breaks out the guitar? It's just like, what the hell was that? No, I comment. imagine
1: it's because it was incredibly middle of the road.
0: Did people just black it out like that didn't happen? That didn't happen. Anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, um, they repress the,
1: the memories. That would make more sense. Actually,
0: the uh, the the headline is. Uh, come on. Oh. oh my
1: god! Do you like? Could we just write it up with chalk or something like Fair. that? Do we need a whiteboard? One hundred twenty-two political prisoners no, you, you, released. No, you're skipping. You're skipping the Ottawa sign.
0: You know what? I don't want to. I don't even want to talk about it because on my list. I want to talk about it. Well, I'm going okay. to. It's it's okay. it's the one, right. anyways. Don't worry about it. Like, Jesus Christ, who wrote we're this? We're like list? an old married couple here, folks, tonight. I don't know, he shows up late, now we're at each other. Anyways, some 222 inmates, considered by many to be political prisoners of the government of Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega, Flew to Washington on Thursday. Ortega has maintained that his imprisoned opponents and others were behind the 2018 street protests that he claims are a plot to overthrow him. Tens of thousands have fled into exile since uh, Nicaraguan uh, security forces violently put down these anti-government protests.
1: Isn't it interesting that we talk about places like Nicaragua and Canada violently putting down anti-government protests in the street? And I, I have no idea why we're covering the specific number of political prisoners. I couldn't come up with a good reason why I I just, yeah, um, just just a complete number at random. But I, I do find it really interesting that in and amongst all of the specifically named people were all the ones who were going to run against him, which is interesting. Because, I mean, if you're going to talk about vote splitting, why not just let them all run against you? And then you can just pick up all the slack in between them. But this is brutal. Like this is, this is a step it's granted. It's, it's not a small step, but you know, from freezing bank accounts and getting trampled with horses, this is the same vein as how the freedom convoy was treated.
0: We literally jailed a woman for like 50 some days. Yeah, I mean it isn't 222 political prisoners, but I think we can draw a comparison. I'm
1: pretty sure we're only a year or two away from a 222 political prisoner, anyway.
0: It's uh, it's possible. Here's what Tuz was talking about. Okay, Ottawa commemorates battle against freedom. Uh, a commemorative plaque celebrating a watershed moment of citizen resistance. To oh uh, no, not to Ottawa. To the Freedom Convoy last year has been taken down. Yeah, you, you heard me say that right. The plaque commemorated the so-called Battle of Billings Bridge, when hundreds of people blocked an intersection to prevent convoy protesters from driving downtown on the third weekend of the occupation. At this spot on Fe- Red at uh, this spot on February 13th, 2022, Everyday Citizens and Ram Ranch resistance members peacefully stood in the way of those who trampled citizens right to peace free movement and a free expression The plaque read the plaque commemorates the ordinate people who did something extraordinary when their leaders would not
1: a peaceful protest in Ottawa isn't that interesting can you pull up the picture of that by the way
0: oh yes I can yeah yeah give me a sec here
1: it was in the notes Sean
0: Uh, you know folks this is what I get to deal with you know (laughs)
1: I mean, uh, Jesus Christ! I I feel like, are you the person who hung this sign up all ass backwards and crooked?
0: You know it's funny? Like, I I, I have to uh, I have to worry about twos, you know, showing up on time. He doesn't. Then I got you know, and I just this keep... is the first time I've ever been late to one. Oh, and we've done mm, the, like interesting one out of 42. Interesting, that's pretty good. Mm, okay, well there you go. There there's where okay. It was.
1: Look at how fucking crooked that is. These are the people <laughs> like. The people who just just paid to get some sign made, and then they got some glue and they hung it up, and it was able to get pulled off with with a screwdriver. They they, they there's no craftsmanship. These people have no hands-on skills. Can this you imagine if hung... the
0: blue-colored people uh, of uh, decided to put up oh, a sign? Well, no, It'd they, they down.
1: They would they would have drilled it out. They would have countersunk the bolts in and probably put in red Loctite. It would have been all like you know, tap and die. And that thing, like you'd have to tear down that piece of cement. I, I to to get to get rid of it. Like it, it would just be or, or they would just very quickly chisel the engraving into it and they would have to either rip it all out entirely or just shave it down half an inch. I'm not trying this to give anyone kind of I'm not trying to give anyone
0: do. any ideas. And but this
1: it, would is the kind of of it would be do. kind of funny to see that they would be kind of funny to see. I found it really interesting that CTV News, who's absolutely unbiased and we have absolutely nothing critical to say about them or the, their part in the $600 million media bailout, who were completely impartial, said that it was a watershed moment for protesting.
0: On LNG, Canada missed the boat, set fire to the deck, and sank the bastard. Yeah, don't tell me about it. The new CEO of uh, pipeline giant Enbridge Inc. says uh, regulatory uncertainty in this country has resulted in a lost decade for Canadian liquefied natural gas production. Um, And then it went on to say U.S. LNG exports average 11.1 billion cubic feet per day during the first half of 2022. Okay, wait for it. According to the EIA... Uh, while Canada does not yet have a single LNG export terminal in operation.
1: Okay, now just just real quick, uh, if any of you are the feet people that we were talking about before, 11 billion cubic feet isn't the weird sex thing you're thinking it is. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm just... I mean, we... what do you, what can now, you say it, to this it, news? Well, I mean, this is this is jokes what we've aside. Been talking
1: about for a while, so granted, the conservative government were absolute meatheads when it came to regulatory compliance and the amount of red tape that they put into place and enforced and added to and everything else like that. So, honestly, anybody who was involved with the Conservative Party before the liberals took over does not have a leg to stand on when it comes to criticizing this, because a lot of the red tape involved was put there or enforced when, when the, um, when the NEB act was updated many times that's on them, but the liberals just really just took it and just threw a grenade in the whole thing. I mean, granted there was, there was a lot of holes in it before, but they just absolutely detonated it. And there's no reason why, like the, the natural gas doesn't just magically stop at the 49th parallel, right? Just the regulations do. Right. It, it's why when you look at older pictures of Canada with, with the wells that are dug in them, it looked like it looked like oil just magically stopped at the fourth meridian. Like you've got everything in Alberta, and then as soon as you hit Saskatchewan, it ends, and you're like, well, that's really convenient
0: a line that that worked out
1: pretty that worked out pretty well for alberta that they happened to finish their their territory right at the point where the oil stopped no it didn't the regulations changed when you went over and that's what changed and then now in recent years after they got rid of the ndp it's gotten a little bit better but this is it this is this could be our ticket to well-being prosperity our healthcare sands the the oil that pays for all of this free shit that people love to talk about. It could be so much better if you guys just quit being jackasses and it would eliminate global greenhouse gases because you always everybody cares about lowering emissions. Well, let's send a bunch of natural gas to Nicaragua so they don't use coal to set their political oh. protesters on fire.
0: Yeah, or, or or dung, right? Allegedly. The the, two, the the two big ones uh, in the the third world parts. Yeah, of, well, uh, well our third was, world country was, it Chris uh, third... That
1: was talking about that. Yeah, how much well, how much shit they burned to uh, to heat their houses in yeah. India? And, and well, you know and, what? Instead of burning shit, why don't we just burn natural gas?
0: Because that's like, sense, this, is this please. a
1: crazy idea? Is this is no, this really isn't. all that weird? No, it like isn't. no wonder cows are sacred in India. It's the only way they get anything to heat their houses with.
0: All right, healthcare system committing medically assisted uh, suicide. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau met with Canada's premiers last week to pitch a plan to send roughly forty six point two billion in new money to the provinces and territories over ten years to help prop up a faltering healthcare system. Ottawa's proposal includes...
1: It's fucking broken.
0: uh, Continue. Can I continue?
1: I just said continue. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, Ottawa's proposal includes a top-up to the Canada health transfer and new money directed at four priority areas. Health facility or health... Oh, Jesus. Family health services, health workers and backlogs, mental health and substance use, and a modernized health system. Went on to say to access this enhanced uh, CHT, which is Canada Health Transfer, provinces must first commit to improving how health data is collected, shared, used, and reported to Canadians to promote greater transparency on results and to help manage public health emergencies, the government said in a background document supplied to reporters.
1: Okay, let me just start here real fucking quick. All right, so the federal government collects our taxes both federally and provincially. And then it gives the provincial government the amount that it respectively is entitled to not because any good fucking reason other than just legislation, but they, they disperse the money as, as it's collected proportionally. Okay. And now we've got this thing called equalization that says that the, the provinces that don't have as much earning capacity get more free money from other places that earn more so that they can pay for their their free stuff, okay? So now, instead of saying we are, because, sorry, let me back up a sec. So healthcare is a provincial thing. So the federal government collects healthcare money in part of the provincial income and gives it to them. And then it collects federal income, and then gives more of that in different ways as it sees fit, not as the taxpayers see fit, but as the federal government sees fit. If you're thinking about this from a strictly efficient mindset, why the hell would you have part of the money go through an extra set of hoops and, and, and rules and regulations and whatever else to get to where it's going to anyway? Lower the federal tax, increase the provincial tax by the commensurate amount and take out the fucking red tape just to keep things simple. But here's the thing. Nothing in government can ever be simple. And when it's complicated, they're like, well, what if we threw another few fucking screws into it?
0: So they probably like the control. They so like exactly, watching people yeah. dance and they get and to they skim. like
1: wasting money. Yes. And they, they, and they get to skim. You're absolutely right.
0: I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, could we cut out the middleman? Sure. Are they going to want to yeah. do that?
1: Oh, God forbid we do something that makes goddamn sense in healthcare.
0: All right. Uh, we, we like to say
1: people kind, not necessarily mankind. Uh, yeah. more inclusive. There
0: we go. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you. And the budget will balance itself. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Office.
0: man you are one pathetic loser
1: that was perfect on so many levels
0: uh, like especially
1: after he got that idiot lloyd haircut like six eight months ago like thanks, man. everything about that. Actually, about that clip hit every single perfect note i'm so happy with it it, it couldn't be better done i lost my you lost what? What are you doing? You're you're fucking with the flow. What happened? Oh, you, how how do you know what I'm saying if you lost your headphones? All right. There's so that, Sean's experiencing technical difficulties. I'm, so I'm just gonna. Oh, oh, are you back now?
0: I I am back. That that was that was finally. Was I, I mean I I missed your rant on it, but yeah, you know what. I was thinking to myself, you're probably bang on with uh, the Justin Trudeau thing. Um, he, the the guy from Redemption Audio who did it probably added that in because it fit perfectly with not only the clips, but the stupid haircut. But also the
1: fact that he's a fucking idiot.
0: Well, and, and once again... Not the Redemption
1: uh, Audio guy, our Prime Minister, I'm, to be
0: clear. I'm, I'm curious what people think. This is what the t- this week's question is about. What do you think of that little segment as we draw into Travel Weary PM? Uh, Honestly, I'm, I'm, I don't even care what you anybody care. thinks. I well, love then, it. Th- shout out to uh to 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 redemption audio and then to the girls utterly ice cream dot yes. Charlotte, Emma, Lucy, Mila for uh it, paying what for that.
1: specifically is their Instagram handle?
0: Uh, th- that's what I'm saying. Their Instagram handle is utterly ice cream dot Okay. Utterly.
1: Utterly with T's or
0: D's? D's. Utterly. All right. I'll put it in the show notes, okay? I'll put it in the show notes, people. Oh, yeah. here we go. Two's uh, utterly ice cream. I just want to get things right. I know. Like, utterly ice cream. Dot That's on Instagram. Anyways, all right. I thought that was. I thought that was clever. Anyways, uh, and shout out to them for uh, put uh, putting that t- together. Anyways, uh, here, here, here. Travel weary PM grudgingly accepts mission to the Caribbean. <sighs> Said no Canadian ever, it's except for Justin. Just, Anyways.
1: It's just so hard to be Prime Minister in a country where they just keep getting you to travel all the time, and it's always so hot where you're going. <laughs> it's never it's never Wisconsin or or Yorkton.
0: Nobody ever um, said
1: oh actually he he was in Yukon this week, so I, that's not totally fair. But, but was that was that know, to just,
0: look was that to look at the the flying uh, thing they shot down in in the Yukon the the UFO?
1: Yeah, well, they shoot down a UFO in Yukon, and then he's there the next day because apparently they like they said, "Take me to your leader." and We're like, "You're not you going to like it," but we can, can just, do that.
0: We can just give you our leader. Is that possible? Can you just take him with you? Is that no? Yeah, not, can you, not okay. Can
1: you beam him up to the mothership.
0: <laughs> Oh, God. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will be traveling to the Bahamas next week to meet with his counterparts from 20 Caribbean governments. A release from Trudeau's office says he will be in uh, Nassau on February 15th. Yeah. Fire away. What?
1: Okay. His counterparts in the Caribbean? Did they just say that he is part Cuban?
0: Oh, that's an interesting thought. I don't know.
1: Because last time I checked, and it's been a while since I opened an Atlas, because who owns one nowadays? Canada is not a Caribbean nation so the only way that Justin Trudeau could be a counterpart to Caribbean nations is if he was in fact half Cuban we just Boom. broke it. we
0: just broke it here. That, you know yeah yep. you,
1: you you heard it here 50 millionth
0: um A release from Trudeau's office says he will be in Nassau on February 15th, 16th, as a special guest at the 44th Conference of Heads of Government of the Caribbean Community, commonly referred to as CARICOM. Uh, The statement says uh, Haiti will be a key discussion topic as leaders wrestle with ways to support a country beset by politically instability and rising gang violence. Hundreds have been killed, kidnapped by gangs who have uh, filled a power vacuum in Haiti uh, where no elections have taken place since uh, before COVID-19. Uh, the Haitian government has called for international military support to stabilize the country, and U.S. officials have said Canada would be an ideal option to lead in such a force. But, but Trudeau has said Ottawa will only now, act oh, based oh, a on political,
1: political dissidents. Well, who do we know? Who, who
0: do, do we do know that? they could do that? Send. No.
1: All right. So, so these Haitians that don't like us—I don't know what we could call them—but uh, but let's get Justin Trudeau in to get rid of these haters.
0: Oh man, imagine if he just started hey, showing patience. up, or imagine patience. if he just started showing up all over the, around the world just shutting down protests, right? Yeah. Oh, here comes oh, yeah. his
1: next trip's gonna be to Nicaragua and he's gonna be like, What's up, my Nicaraguans?
0: <laughs> oh man, just I just want to play the clip again and, and just end it with uh, man, you're one pathetic loser, anyways. <laughs> Uh, Black church denied funding by liberals for not being blackface enough. Members of a historic black Windsor church are speaking out after being denied funding uh, under a federal government program designed to support black communities because they didn't meet eligibility requirements. I'm not here to complain about being rejected, said church. Uh, Clerk Nancy Allen, I'm here to say when you're rejected because of your ethnicity and you're told that you're not black enough to receive this grant because it was for a black-led organization, well, that's very, very disheartening. Yeah,
1: so they got blacklisted. A black and and It's funny, they said in in the article, the word black is used I'll bet a hundred times. They're talking about the application process. Right? I mean, and and then they they're they're looking for more grants for they're they're looking for a little bit of funding they want $98,000 because they're not in the black right now and that's probably it. And this is this is a church that was involved in the underground railroad. Like they they basically just helped free the slaves and then said let's worship here on Sunday and and they've got descendants of those people still attending this church. Like this is I, I don't know if they've got a black Jesus inside or not. It's interesting, you know, you always see like the different minorities of, of Jesus or whatever else, and, and they always seem to be white here, even though I mean the dude's definitely not white. I mean, he's from a place called the Middle East. So it just there's there's so much about this where you're like, okay, well, the government, first of all, is giving grants based on ethnicity. And, and self-identification associated with that ethnicity. So it's not even just religious adherence to that ed- ethnicity. And you'd think if anybody would be known for religious adherence, it would be an actual church in this case. But no, all of this just falls apart on its head. Like, they don't self-identify as black? Well, that's because they are black.
0: You can't make this up. I mean, you just you just can't. Uh, here's a curveball for for twos. I know you saw this on Twitter, uh, San Fran, where red lights mean go. Um, this is uh, Michael Schellenberg. Um, so this is this is like gets strange. Like there, it says in response to drug labs blowing up homes, MS13 sex trafficking children, and deadly downtown drug scene driving the highest U.S. commercial vac- uh, vacancy rate, San Francisco leaders are seeking uh, to put drug dens in every neighborhood legalize brothels and promote drug tourism and uh i pulled up uh some of the uh the the pictures of of kind of what uh is going on there um just to kind of give the uh the little bit of a background on what he's talking about but san fran continues to uh i don't know embrace what it's doing yeah like i mean Could like.
1: prostitution soon be legal in San Francisco? A city supervisor is pushing for it. I say go for it. Honestly, like I, I think it's great that they're conducting this social experiment. It sucks that they're doing it to the detriment of everybody who fucking lives there. But you have to allow communities to gather around what they believe in and try it out. I mean, you, you don't get any progress if, if you um, standardization is- stagnates innovation.
0: Where, where does this end for San Fran?
1: Um, it ends in a, a fiery ball of nothing, and there's no more money to maintain the Golden Bridge, and it ends up looking like all those bridges around Gotham City and the Dark Knight Rises. That's... that's Oh, yeah, and there's there's people shooting heroin as they jump off of it to their demise. That's That's basically where this goes. But here's the thing, is if they keep voting for the people who put this forward... It's it's the same argument you hear from people in fucking Quebec. They say, Oh, that is not us. That is our politicians.
0: And you say, Yeah, but who the fuck voted for him, dickhole? You just had to take a crack at the old uh the old Québécois, didn't
1: you? I can't help myself.
0: All right. Happy, happy news. Uh, this is this is an interesting one. Um, anonymous man makes earth-shaking donation. An anonymous man in the United States has donated $30 million to earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria. Uh, and then Pakistan's Prime Minister tweeted the news on Saturday. He said he's deeply moved by the example of an anonymous Pakistani who walked into a Turkish embassy in the U.S., donated $30 million for earthquake victims in uh, Turkey and Syria. Uh, these are such glorious acts of philanthropy that enable human humanity to triumph over the seemingly insurmountable odds. Man, that was a sentence. Anyways, th- I thought that, you know, I mean, happy I news, man.
1: I mean, like, so you've got this big earthquake that happens in Turkey and Syria and nobody updates their Twitter profile to flags of those countries because it's not the current thing yet. Which is a damn shame. It's too bad it didn't happen. A few weeks later, I don't know. Maybe the aftershocks will get a few support, sympathy things, and they can just go trolling around for months, just getting billions of dollars and billions of dollars to buy the equipment they need to rebuild, and then asking for the equipment after they've gotten the money. You know, like some countries out there, and uh, I I think this is absolutely wonderful because you don't need government to step in and just solve everybody's problems. Like it, if you just leave it to people, we are for San Francisco aside, Edmonton aside, we're fairly good folks for the most part. And we like to take care of each other, right? Not in the, I'm going to rob a mugger sort of way. I'm going to take care of you, but just, we genuinely like to take care of each other and, we want to make sure that people do well, and when bad things happen, we look after our families, our communities, even if that spans countries.
0: Shall we go to comments? Yeah. Well, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. I this totally is, now, forgot about now, this second. This this is this is from uh, this is from Facebook. So I, I'm going to take a look at Twitter here and two sort because I missed. I missed a few from uh, Twitter last week. So, here, we'll we'll walk in. Here's what we got. Okay, Lisa. Man, what do we got to have? Is it Blayhee? Is it Blayhee? Is that what it is? I
1: have no idea. And it isn't
0: Lisa, it's Liz. Liz lies. Oh, man. (sighs) Anyways, twos, you're always making me laugh. And Tron can't get can't get a freaking okay. I can't I, get a freaking name. I really like.
1: appreciate the fact that you read that completely wrong. Move on to the next one.
0: No kidding, right? Like Anthony Murray. Good evening, guys. Uh, hey man, uh, this was uh, Marilyn LaFlar. <laughs> uh,
1: uh shout out to the dairy cartel.
0: The shout out to the dairy cartel. Yeah, with you guys, we're talking made lots of sense. Um, how about uh, Tarek? Tarek uh, getting in. How do you glout, oh, uh, how do you glorious man, bastards? Have you seen what he's doing Be with fair. the NDP uh breakdowns on Twitter? Yeah, so he's going through so because rural
1: Alberta is pretty much a slam dunk UCP. I think it is a slam dunk UCP and Edmonton is a slam dunk NDP because they like free shit and they don't want to work for it. And so you you're now left with Calgary where there's really just kind of it, it's a losing battle long term for the ucp but it's it's the last battleground and it's it's interesting the way the tide's been turning it looks like the ucp are going to win but he's breaking it down riding by riding, and what the risk is of having the ndp win because let's be honest the ndp are an absolute fucking shit show there's a reason why they're not running on their track record they have four years of what they did They've got almost 1,500 days worth of we did this, we did this, we did this, we did this. And they are running on none of it
0: because none of it was good. I just find it very uh, comical to watch yeah, him so, pull apart. Yeah,
1: he he just breaks it down riding by riding. He's like, here's this person. Here's why they're fucking crazy. Here's some decent reasons why you shouldn't vote for him. So if you're not following Tarek on on Twitter, you definitely should.
0: Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's good to, it's a good for a chuckle, if nothing else. Uh, we got a bunch of other ones that, uh, you know, I, I do this at the end. So I'm reading through them. I'm going, um, frig, I have no idea what they're even talking about anymore. So no way, said, I said he should open, open your next, your next show. show. It's like, and there's a few more like this and I'm like, you know,
1: oh, because it was something specifically that we were talking about at a specific time. Yeah. I'm guessing dairy cartel.
0: Yeah, maybe. And, uh, and then just a few others oh just my God, laughing. Oh, laughing, LOL. So, obviously, at some point, they, they thought well, uh, whatever we were writing to today was uh, funny. Murray Cochran came in with a selective hearing. Uh, yeah, some somewhere in there. That's probably uh, true for all of us. Happy news, Mashup42. Um, appreciate you all tuning in, especially the live stream. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have my, uh, my ear uh, blown off by the DC, the dairy cartel. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, bright it's totally gonna
1: go to his head. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like... gonna swell up like a bread heifer.
0: <laughs> oh man, um, mashup forty two. Uh, AMC Electrical. Uh, thanks again for for kicking this off. I, I, I. I yes. uh, you, you know when I go back up to the top here twos. When we when he mm-hmm. texted us that night, this is mm-hmm. like this is what three weeks ago maybe maybe, maybe a tiny
1: bit more but probably about three weeks yeah
0: um we had zero we, we didn't know what we were doing for 2023 right and so we we're just kind of talking about it and then drew McKay uh sends us the text and now you know what we have left uh we have a couple weeks in July a couple weeks in September November and December that's it I I, I think everything right. else is taken so if you're sitting there going um uh you know um yeah, I'll see you about the end of the year. It's like, uh, this pace keeps yeah. up in a couple of weeks, she' gonna be gone. And
1: Schaefer uh, get off the Kraus and...
0: and how about them Elks? What is Murray Cochran talking about now? What are we talking? I don't about? care. CFL?
1: I I think you mean the Eskimos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk about the Eskimos, and we'll talk about your comments. Happy
0: news here, Murray. It's happy news. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah. I uh, if your business out there looking to get on with the Tuesday mashup, uh time's a ticking because things are are going yep. crazy right now. So it's it's been a it's been an interesting couple weeks here of Sean trying to keep up to it. Um either way, and, thanks for tuning in to mashup 42 and uh Murray Go Riders. And next time, I assume twos will be on time for all you people trying to tune into the live stream. I hey, was on
1: time. I was just I was having trouble with the clicky thing. Nobody wants excuses.
0: It. Nobody wants excuses, you know.
1: Dude, we talked like 15 minutes before, and I was like, I'm just setting up right now. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm.
1: right. Okay, that's, that's fine. St- I'm, I'm he's gonna... starting
0: to sound like a politician more and more, isn't he, people? hey. Eh?
1: <laughs> Vote twos and nothing will change. <laughs> I'm not a crook.
0: All right, we'll catch you next week, big fella. And to all you, have a great night. Or if you're just tuning in this morning, um, well, I hope you enjoyed uh, Mashup 42. We'll catch you next week.
1: Thanks a lot, Sean, and thanks, everybody.